What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor, man. Good old humor. Yeah. And and I will say that thrice weekly, yes, we were going to record a podcast yesterday to make mm. it the third podcast of the week. But um, on Sunday, uh, the 12th of December, uh, it mm. was the tail end of an onslaught of YouTube videos and news that were breaking about the whole uh, Committee of Privileges interviews with uh, Faisal Manap and Pritam Singh of the Workers' Party. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just so much information to digest that uh, I think I think we just need an extra day to just really get through it. Lah. Yeah, because literally we were, yeah. we were ready to record last night and then I think uh, Pritam's video dropped like four minutes before we were recording or yeah. like some, some shit came out and then we had a talk. We were like, hey, shit, there's so much still coming out and there's so much to consume and we don't mm. want to just scratch the surface. Like a lot of the articles just give summary stuff. And I don't know. Lah. Like, I mean, uh, I'm guessing there are very few people who have combed through all. Mm, all mm, mm, the what 15 hours 15 hours of footage yeah i don't know man it's a lot yeah yeah and and we have made the effort to go through as much of it as possible like mm. what if what have you seen so far wait actually before we dive into it like before we dive into yep, it yep yep right uh we're, we're got a little off track it's fucking consumed the narrative even for this podcast mm, mm. Whew. okay yeah i need to hold back hold back uh uh so shall we do the 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 episode plug Yes, go ahead, please. <sighs> okay, so so if you if you um, enjoy the kinds of topics that we talk about on this podcast and sometimes maybe have a thought, a view, or want to see the views of other people, it'll be great if you could head on over to our subreddit. Uh, I think we are 1,800 members strong. Uh, always have very um, good discussions on every podcast episode. And now I'm very happy to see people posting threads and starting threads of their own. Mm. So the link is in the show notes. And... And yeah, so so please check it out. Um, yeah. And now on to the the, the good meat, stuff. Eh? The meat of yeah, it. Meat. Yeah. Okay, Terrence, I've been talking too much during this intro. Please, please uh, take the mic away. Um, yeah, I mean, no, lah, there, there's just a ton of like videos to get through. There's mm. the, the another report from the Committee of Privileges, inter, another interim report. Mm. And uh, I mean, in great... Take everything you read, but the newspapers also have have like little summaries of 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 uh what has what has transpired. But take everything you read with a grain of salt. I would mm. say in this case, like the newspapers are highly, highly, highly unreliable. Mainstream media is highly unreliable in the in how how they're covering the everything that's coming out from there, la. Oh, and why why would you say that? I think the headlines are basically just either that. I mean, to be charitable, they're just clickbait. Uh, then if not, they are just very one-sided in the in the way they're reporting things, uh, you know. Mm. Yeah. So so like an example, um, I mean, if I just look at say, Straight Times, mm. um, WP Chief Pritam Singh denies telling Raisha Khan to lie, but says he took no steps to correct untruth for two months. That is mm. the headline on Straight yeah. Times. Yeah. Right. That's a headline. But if you and if anyone takes effort to watch the three-hour, twenty-two-minute, and forty-seven-second exchange between Pritam Singh and and Edwin Tong, essentially, uh, you you'll see that a lot of all these points are very contentious, right? 
Wait, you have to specify. Is that part A, part B, part C, or part D? Oh, I, I mean, I'm just uh, only looking at... Uh, part A, part A. Yeah, part A, la, part, a. part yeah. one, la, yeah. Part one. Uh, and and yeah. I mean, another headline on Straight Times, top leaders knew of Raisha Khan's lies but chose not to disclose others in the party. Um, that's uh, apparently said by the WP vice chairman. La. Mm. Um, WP's Faisal Manap refuses to answer committee's questions on his meetings with Pritam Sylvia last week. That was mm. Straight Times. Um... Yeah, CNA Pritam Singh denies asking Raisha Khan to take lie to the grave, but says no steps taken. Yeah, so so basically that's the gist of it, lah. Um, yeah. yeah. So so I mean, when did that revelation come to you that oh shit, um, you got to take everything with a pinch of salt and you got to see because there are multiple sources of information. You have the articles that are in the mainstream media. You have articles from like Mothership, which is semi mainstream media. Then yeah. You get the independent. Then you also have the videos on YouTube. Yeah. And then you have the official report, lah, right? Okay, so maybe maybe one thing that you could do, uh, mm. if you really can't watch three hours of the whole exchange, uh, is to watch the YouTube or just watch on YouTube, lah, gov.sg or Mothership, the short video exchanges, lah, right? Mm. Between uh, Pritam and and Edwin Tong, and it gives you a sense of um, what is going on in this in this committee of privileges, lah. Mm. You know, and, and this line of questioning that that is happening right now, and uh, you probably leave with one of two emotions, like Either, I mean, and, and you know, it's either you you're you're really you're really supportive of of what's what's happening, or or you leave with like probably disgusted, lah, with what's happening. So, what do uh, you live with? Uh? I mean, uh, you know, how about you? What 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 do you think of it when you when you started seeing all this? So my main takeaway is that for any meetings I'm ever going to have for the rest of my life, I'm going to document everything and write everything down. Body cam, uh, body cam. <laughs> body cam, head cam, shoulder cam, hand cam, everything. Because now it is just descended into something that is like a you don't want to watch, but you can't help but watch. Because, I mean, okay, objectively, it's, it's more captivating than a lot of Netflix series I've watched. Mm. Right. Um. But I step away from it thinking that okay, WP and Pritam and all they handled the situation they had like uh terribly. Um. And I think yeah, like it does raise a lot of questions about um their party leadership style, their their way of operating. But at the same time, I can't stand Edwin Tong la. And I think mm. not just on a personal note, I think the way he has conducted the committee of privileges. I mean, okay, so committee of privileges is probably like a new thing for most people. It was a new thing for me. And from what I understand, it's a fact-finding mission. But this just felt like it was really just him trying to convince Pritam of what his thoughts, uh, of what Edwin's thoughts were. And it just felt like, wait, certain questions also, I'm like, what? Wait, what? Is that just not the same question rephrased in another way? And it felt it is not impartial at all. Yeah, yeah. So I just had to like, take a shower after watching it. Like, every time I watch it, like, but what about you, yeah, I mean the. I think we we've spoken about this before. The committee of privileges. Um, I mean, there's six PAP MPs on it, and I think one Workers Party MP yeah. on it, like, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Edwin Tong's obviously leading the charge right, in terms of asking questions and everything, but it's quite clear that um, I I, I yeah. So here's the thing, like, You know, like I I think when we started discussing the whole thing, we were very interested in finding out what the truth was, right? Yeah. You know, who was telling the truth where Raisha Khan or is it Pritam or what but yeah. because of the way Edwin Tong has conducted this COP right 
and made it so blatantly obvious that he's trying to lead Pritam Singh down this line of questioning, right? Mm. That it kind of, you, you kind of just stop thinking about who, what is the truth or what is not the truth anymore. You're just thinking about, wow, this guy, this guy is such a bully. He's just mm. trying to bully whoever he's, he's asking questions into, into, yeah, like what you said, not even just about finding the truth. It's just about, about accepting that what Edwin Tong says is the, is, is correct and everything else is wrong. You know, like yeah. Edwin Tong's version of events. Like literally, Edwin Tong is like asking, or asking Pritam to whether he agrees with all these like hypotheses of how Raisha Khan is thinking about things. And then you're like, why the hell would Pritam Singh have, have insight to what Raisha Khan is thinking? Like, you know, I mean, other yeah. than, than he works with her. But it's like asking you like, you know, so uh, assume, yeah, although you, yeah, I know, I know you completely disagree with what Raisha Khan's account is, but just based on her account, do you think that this happened? You know, they're like, yeah. what, what kind of questioning is that? Like? And, and you can say, yeah, maybe that's how he, he's used to doing it in law firm. But 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 here's my thing, you see, even if you're like wanting, even if you're PAP and you're like uh, rubbing your hands in glee at this moment or, or being able to being able to take down WP and all that, right? Actually, WP has probably shot itself in the foot much more in the last couple of weeks, right? Mm. With the inconsistencies between what Pritam is saying and what Raisha is saying. Uh, but now... Edwin Tong has made an enemy of himself. La. I'm hearing a lot of people saying, wow, like, wow, such a bully the way he's conducting it. And it's so ugly. He made it all about politics and it's not fair anymore. Who cares what the truth is? I just I just can't stand the way Edwin Tong is conducting this thing. And he's made himself the enemy, you know? So As, but so you think that is a, a common because I've also heard, maybe not after this these hearings, uh mm. some other chatter saying, Wow, this guy is, is damn powerful, the way he questioned is like wow, no wonder he's second to Shamugam or some shit like that. No, I've heard I've heard that, but for the Raisha Khan part. Ah, uh, for the Raisha Khan because part. Because Raisha Khan, I mean, uh I think she's playing the she's playing the victim card very strongly, right? Mm. And all this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I take that back. Maybe not. Maybe maybe she is a victim in some in some ways. Yeah. But but she definitely is not. Uh, she's not being being like her feet are not being held at fire compared to what Pritam is going through, like, Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's just basically being asked a bunch of yes no questions about where the stuff happened, whereas like Pritam is really being the some of the questions I don't even know what the hell Edwin Tong is asking or so. Yeah. He like he like just like so convoluted he's like asking about every single every single line in the press press conference that that Pritam Singh uh, that the workers party had and and where, how is that and, and linking it to Raisha Khan's behaviour and, and things like that la. So, yeah. so it just got so everything just so convoluted and so one-sided uh, especially in a way like he just keeps telling Pritam to stop interrupting him but he keeps interrupting Pritam la, right Mm. So it's 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 just very bullying kind of behavior, and I I can't help it, but I feel like if if you are P, if you support PAP and you want to take down WP, right? This was a bit of a misstep, mm. you know, I feel because like you you made an enemy of yourself. You inserted yourself into this like uh, like Mexican standoff between Raisha Khan and Workers Party, lor, You know, because like I mean, just to build on what you said, I think yeah, I think the WP has shot itself in the foot, like fucking terribly like there's no more feet mm. left like. you're not even yeah. a toe no, no, there's nothing there because yeah. by and large it's become clear that um, the senior leadership of WP knew very early on and mm. they they kind of left it it felt like they they left give too much responsibility to Raisha Khan even when things were getting stretched out mm. and you can argue that 
you want to give her responsibility, yes. Uh, but at the same time, if you're the leader of the party, you have to look after your own party. Certain things, if your subordinate is not doing, you need to be like, hey, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, they already, they, they fucked up. I think, if you look at, generally, broadly speaking, I think they, it looks terrible on them. Mm. Um, I will say also that I have a bias towards WP, confirm, because uh, I think they, they, they are the most credible opposition by far, even when it comes to the way they conduct themselves, the policies. But mm. to give a, Two specific examples of what you said about Edwin Tong's line of questioning, right? Because I remember two things that stuck out. Mm. The first one was when they replayed um, the speech that Raisha made on November 4th where she admitted... Uh, no, when, when on October 3rd when uh, the parliamentary hearing where she was supposed to come clean based on what Pritam understood... And it has come to light that she messaged Pritam uh, before she went up. You know, Pritam, yeah. what should I do? Right? That is that is evidence. I think even Pritam agreed. So they played this clip where while giving the speech, she was looking at her phone. Right? Yeah. And then they played it during the Committee of Privileges thing and then they stopped the video. And then Edwin Dong goes on to say, okay, Pritam, um, am I, is it a logical uh, assumption to assume that she was looking at a phone waiting for a response from you about what to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Pritam was like, um, uh, she could nah, be doing a few, la. she could be yeah. looking at BTS Instagram for all yeah, you know, right? That's why. And Pritam, I mean, okay, like the thing, difference between Raisha Khan, Raisha Khan has probably never been cross-examined to this extent before. Yeah. She's a politician for one year, so Edwin Tong could very easily control the narrative. La. Mm-hmm. I think Pritam also made a lot of things, said a lot of things that contradicted himself that painted him in a bad light, but mm. he's not going to fall for this kind of shit, la, right? Mm. So he said, you know, he, she may have been looking at the speech and then he, uh, Edwin Tong goes on to say, but is it not a logical assumption that she sent you a message before going up and while going up when she was looking at her phone, she may have been looking up for some direction from you and you didn't give direction and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Peter was like, that's your assumption. Yeah. I she could have been looking at a, at a, a script and Edwin Tong says, no, but that's, that's an assumption. And then it just looks like, wait, what the fuck is going on? He's yeah. trying to paint this narrative that Raisha Khan was looking at a message from Pritam, which she didn't get, which looks bad on his leadership. La. So yeah. that's one example. The yeah. second example is when, um, I think after the hear- after she told a lie, right? That was established on October 3rd. And yeah. there was also enough evidence to suggest that Pritam did tell her before and you need to own up and tell the truth. When she didn't tell the truth, when she lied, Edwin Tong asked Pritam, okay, um, you know, at 12.45, you message her, uh, we'll talk about it, mm. right? And he said, um, is it, that's a very underwhelming message because based on logic and human behavior, if you treated this with uh, a lot of uh, seriousness and intensity, you would have asked her to clarify over message, did she not tell her parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pritam is like, I had to talk about a, a Sika bill that was coming up. My mind would, was obviously going to be on the bill. Uh. Then Edwin said like, no, but you know, if you said you placed this on certain things, why would you not message at 12.45 to clarify with her? Then you're like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And then he got think later on, he says, um, yeah, you know, later on at like uh, 11, 1 or 2 p.m., you stepped out of the parliamentary sitting, but just now you said you couldn't step out. Ha! You know, it shows yeah. you can step out of the parli- parliamentary meeting. Then Pritam says, yeah, because that was after I finished presenting my bill. Yeah. So, as much as Pritam and WP fucked up, right, you look at this, you're like, wait, how is this a, 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 a fact-finding mission? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's where the... When you're trying too hard, right? And it felt like Edwin Tong was scraping the barrel at certain points or so. Yeah. You're trying too hard to find fault with, with them when they already at they already have a lot of fuck-ups to explain already. Yeah. Then that's where you you sort of jump the shark for... 
I guess I wouldn't say I guess you know someone like myself lah, right? You know, like I mm. I I'm very interested to find out the truth. Like you know who who said what and and I already yeah definitely in my mind Workers Party leadership has taken a huge hit already lah, right? Mm, mm. But you taking taking your attack on him to such an extreme kind of paints you out as the bad bad person again, mm. and and makes me forget that it actually again you know like I said before. All this was started by Raisha Khan and her lies, lah, right? Mm. And 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 that that really is the crux of the matter, lah. Not the, not the you know the boss who who maybe didn't address the lie as quickly as he, he should have. Uh, not the not the fact that you know not the not the victim, uh, the Singapore Police Force, and 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 you know like uh, getting like like Evan Tong and him were getting a debate about how much damage there was to the police force, lah, right? From the mm. start, uh, because to me it's like regardless of, of you you can't it's very hard to quantify the reputational damage but there is damage now right yeah but but um the way yeah I, I guess the way Edwin Tong was just going about it just it's just such a turn off lah you know that that like I, I just stopped it, it's sort of like when after the moment um Sylvia and Xiao Xue did the interview together mm-hmm. after that I stopped I just stopped caring already lah because at that point it was just so ugly and you yeah. know that you know that there's no there's no real version of the truth. Everyone comes in with their own agenda. Everyone is saying everything with their own agenda. They're all coming to the camera crying and everything, and and and, and you know there's no such thing as an objective truth anymore, lah. Mm. And at that point, you just shut off and you just stop caring about what is true. You just you just want to see it over with, and you want to see like okay, like yeah, maybe the if there really was a, a wrong done, you know, like 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 uh, staff not being paid, please correct that. But everything else, please go and settle yourself outside, lah, right? You know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. and I guess this goes back to the point about you saying that okay, you read the Straight Times article or mainstream media article, you read the report, it paints a very different picture from the video, lah. And and I encourage everyone to just. You're not asking you to watch all nine hours, but just just skip through, skip through. It's very easy to skip through and find a point where they are having a heated debate, lah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it it just feels like yeah, like um, there's enough fuck ups by WP to focus on. Uh, yeah. that this felt unnecessary, lah. And even my own sentiments at first, yeah, I thought okay, uh, it's just Raisha Khan, WP leadership, not so much. Then I was like, oh shit, WP leadership fucked up. This is terrible. And then now I'm like. Okay, you know what? They're almost getting some sympathy again. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. My internal feeling. So for the PAP, like even if you want to play the political game, there's one part where Edwin Tong also says, uh, Mr. Singh, uh, I will be very upfront and say, I do not have an agenda. I'm just on a fact-finding yeah. mission. And then they cut to Pritam's face and you can... Wow, I can imagine the thought bubbles in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think uh, even like the... And don't forget, like like the one of the the big victims of this whole entire thing is is also sexual assault victims, that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not directly impacted by by words, obviously. But I think what what the what has always been an issue is the credibility of their accounts, that right? Mm. That has been a big victim here, and uh, it's just quite yeah, you know, I mean, even us, you know, the way we talk about Raisha Khan, and you know, granted, if there was she was a she 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 is supposedly the victim of a sexual assault like, allegedly right mm. uh, even that has become like um like like a like it's become something for to to politicize as well like, you know like the word that they 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 censored the word the use of the word rape in the yeah. when 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 even though Pritam is saying that's literally what uh that's what Raisha Khan said to him like. and yeah. i think 
uh, he, the, the point that Pritam is making is that the gravity of that word uh, was very shocking to to him and all his members of the party such that they felt like she should be try and settle her own personal things first, lah, right? Yeah. Which, which, to some extent, to some extent, it's like, the analogy I try to paint is that if you are someone's boss, uh, and then okay, then someone like like you are you are you are creating a post. Let's say you are creating something for a client, like a poster or something like that. Mm. And then and then you discover like the your staff comes to you and say, oh shit, you know we printed something wrong on the poster, like, like something that is is inaccurate or wrong. Mm. Um, but right now I'm in the hospital because I you know some some bad shit happened to me. I'm in the hospital. I I'm I'm like uh, I I can't I can't come to I can't come to office now. Whatever lah, right? Yeah. Then you, I mean, you you would you would think about would you would your first instinct to be like okay no no no, you gotta get out of hospital now and fix this issue first, or would you think about okay maybe I'll let you recover heal a little bit yeah heal a little bit first and then and then we we try and see what we can we can do from there lah right mm. so so I mean it's not it's not exactly apples for apples lah right a comparison but what this is what I'm trying to say is that uh I can see it from his point as a as a boss or a leader or something like that, that, you know, he wants his staff to settle their own personal issues first before yeah. they settle the official issue. Because, you know, is it a life and death issue, about, you know, about integrity and all that kind of thing? It's not an immediate life and death issue, like, right? Um, mm-hmm. But I would contend that someone having to come up with a sexual assault experience can be a very traumatic experience. And 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 then we've seen very bad outcomes when 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 they are forced to do it when they're not ready to do it lah, right? Yeah. So so and I can see how Pritam in in trying to be a little bit more compassionate has also failed as a you know as a very decisive leader in some ways lah, right? Yeah, because he still did have two months, right? Mm, correct. And that is where you look at it; it's ridiculous lah. Like he found out, I think, on August seventh, yeah. and. You want to give space. Uh, that's that. That is um, how you say it, necessary, la. But for mm, two mm. months, that is inexcusable, la. Yeah. And yeah, if you yeah. watch, if you watch Faisal Manap's uh interview, oh, that one is, it's it's it really pains WP badly, la. And even mm. uh Faisal Manap, like he said, I think he wasn't sure. He he wasn't sure about what's happening, and he was he left it to Pritam to to sort it out. Which I mean, okay, la, Like you leave it to the ultimate boss to decide. So it just looks like shit on their part. Mm, but then, mm, mm. so so that's where, given that there's so many things that are, how you say, uh, that look horrible and there are clear differences in, in accounts. Like, I think the one of the bigger ones is that uh, apparently after the meeting on August 8th or one of the meetings between Raisha Khan and the, and the senior leadership, Sylvia Pritam and Faisal Manaps, like a minute after the meeting ended, uh, Raisha Khan messaged uh, Nathan and Lopeying the two cadres and her closest assistants that mm. she was instructed to take the lie to the grave, la, which mm-hmm. Pritam and Faisal totally uh, dis- disagree with la, as that yeah. being an account. So that yeah. is is a big lie. That is a big difference. So on that note, right, just to put on my yalla butt hat, um, is, Ed- is, like, is, is, Ed- is Edwin Tong wrong for trying to really poke and dig deep into what the hell happened you know like and if someone is disagreeing with you based on the evidence that you have like i mean then it's logical to just you you can't just accept the the person's disagreement right correct correct yeah so i mean yeah if if i i guess if you really focus on the inconsistencies there you know in 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 things in areas like that then i think 
uh, that is bad enough already, like, right? It looks bad yeah. enough already. But but he just almost went line by line and, and decided that every line in whatever Pritam said could be attacked uh, and could be taken apart. That's where it felt like, okay, you're really just like uh, scratching the, the bottom of the barrel and, and trying to find... Find just just trying to really uh, you know rub it in already like, right and then mm. and then to state that you don't have a gender is like even are are you taking everyone for a fool or what you know anyone watching this can tell that there's an agenda like, right yeah so it's like you know to me to me it's like um yeah this this whole thing has sort of like jumped the shark already where it has become so politicized you're like you're like uh you know you can't really trust even the committee. Like like that that there's no agenda and everything already lah. Yeah, and I mean it's even causing some ugly behavior even on the part of the the defendants lah. You know where mm-hmm. Pritam kind of reveals certain a certain supposed condition that Raisha Khan mm-hmm. um that uh, uh, suffers from that may have led to her lying and suggested she goes for psychiatric assessment. Which even as a neutral right, you look at it, you're like it's ugly. Yeah, uh, it's just ugly oh, details. That's ugly details, man. Yeah, and even uh, yeah, even like, like I mentioned, the sexual assault and all that. That that it has yeah. to be brought up to that level. And I think he he's suggesting he. I mean, Britam brought up maybe having a psychiatrist assessment of of Raisha Khan and and things like that, right? So it, it's starting to get to that level where it's like it's deeply, deeply personal, and yeah. it's um, it's kind of ugly. Maybe, maybe there needs to be something, some like some psychiatric evaluation and all. So that's where. Making all of this public is probably has probably exacerbated it and made it very ugly, lah, Right? I'm not mm. saying that it shouldn't be public information, but but uh, you can choose when you want to release it, lah, Right? It's not like you release it a day later or what. It's, it's uh, or a few days later. It's it's gonna be terrible, lah, Right? So so for example, if if really needing to really based on Pritam's every, uh statements and and saying, hey, maybe we should commission something like a psychiatric assessment, right? Mm. Uh, maybe that can be a decision that they make make behind closed doors, lah, Right? But now it almost seems like it's just posturing, lah. Right? One is trying to say, to discredit, to discredit, yeah, because they know that this is all going public, and 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 they know that their feet are being held the fire, uh, in the public sphere, lah, Right? Yeah, exactly. So so he's he's yeah. You can see Pritam also going on the almost on the offensive somewhat. And, yeah, and, and sort of not not just standing there, just getting getting beaten up like, by like trying to give a few counter punches himself, like, which are ugly in the grander scheme of things, like. Yeah, and and yeah, that's why it's just taking a like. I mean, I know some people are posting. Even like Alfian Saad said he has posted posted that he's he's done with this, like he's moved on, like. But I actually think it's it's worth everyone just getting a taste and not just just reading the articles at face value because what is going on. I don't know, it's, it's very, like, symbolic of what the dynamic is. La. And it's just like, fuck, man, this was supposed to be a fact-finding mission where, from what I understand, the role of the Committee of Privileges is to fact-find and then make recommendations to the parliament. La. So they mm. don't decide the outcome. They don't decide the punishment, mm. right? So their role is to fact-find and then the parliament will decide. So, But this feels like um, Edwin is taking it on himself, to yeah. decide, right? Yeah, and correct, correct. It, it just feels like fuck, man. And I've seen I've seen a lot of people sharing memes and all about how the jury trials, right, where mm. it's not done in front of a judge, is less about the facts but more about the theatrics, uh. And that's where Pritam, to his credit, has a few zingers uh, and one-liners, which if people watch in isolation, 
paints him as like, wow, I've seen on Reddit people saying he got balls of steel, you know, like, mm. wow, Edwin Tong has met his match, you know. But you got to watch the whole thing, man. He said a lot of things that were contradictory also. Yeah, yeah. Right. right yeah. So, I mean, like, how, like uh, are you... There's still some uh, upcoming, like, right, with Jameis, Jameis and Sylvia. Mm. Right? Uh, th- is there any date on that? Is that Or is that going to be going to drop this weekend also? I don't know, man. Maybe it's going on right now as you speak. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, just really, I I don't know, man. I, I'm just like pretty worn out by the whole the whole process already. Uh. It just, just yeah. doesn't... It just, just seems uh, a bit over the top already. And uh, I think... Uh, after a while, yeah, people just stop caring about what's the truth, and the only is only more theatrics than than people bother to to watch, lah, right? Mm. And should that be what this process is about, lah? You know, like theatrics and then accusing each other as if you're you're like uh, it's a few good men or or some courtroom drama and all that, lah. Yeah, sure. And I mean, yeah. like even like I feel like watching it makes me sad also. <laughs> sad for? Just like sad about Singapore, sad about politics. You know, where's the merry, the merry feeling of the end of year celebrations, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, the fact that, I mean, as you think about it, like, now our COVID numbers are dropping, right? Oh, yeah, correct. <laughs> but nobody is making an, any noise, about, not, not a peep about it because we're all so absorbed with this news. La. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. Omicron, man. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, right, and, no one gives a shit about Omicron. Yeah. And but, but you, I mean, it made me, did, it did make me think la, about, um, yeah, la, like, last time, you know, the, um, at the end of the day, when it comes to any something like this, like when you feel like you have someone very undependable or very untrustworthy, uh, you know, within your network, right? Like, um, mm. I, I mean, I, I don't bring this up. I don't bring this up. This I don't bring up this example in the form of of of, of taking revenge on on someone who used to work with me or whatever like that, like, But I've had this experience where. Where someone wasn't very happy, you know, working for, uh, working for for me or for us, right? Mm. And 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 decided to you know like bring bring this matter to to Ministry of Manpower, you know, literally, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I like one day this worker suddenly disappeared, uh, you know, sort of like, uh, we, we I I think you you, you remember like, Harish, like yeah, yeah, disappeared and then yeah. and then they know why and then suddenly there was a you know a, a whole thirty day MC because of like. You know, I don't know what head injury or something like that. Fine, not right. You know, mm. uh, and then next thing I know, this person also resigned and everything. Okay, fine, resign. So, so that was that was. I mean, I thought that was the end of it, lah. But then the next thing, I received a call from Ministry of Manpower saying that you know, oh, I wasn't giving this this person the off days that were required for 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 the Saturdays that they worked extra and stuff like that, lah. Mm. Which was completely, which was completely, uh, uh. I mean, yeah, the person they work on the Saturdays, but they were compensated with various off days already, like, along the way. So, so the fact of the matter is that there were, it was just basically a breakdown of communication between myself and that that ex employee and all that, like, right? Mm. Um, and you know, I also took a lot of uh, there were a lot of times how during that that process, I was just like very angry. I was like, wow, this person's trying to, you know, run me through the ringer and trying to like make life so difficult for me, and then then. And then just trying to some notice period and things like that. So I got very angry about it. And I think you remember. So I was like, you know, hey, we need to form a committee and, yeah. and, and, and all this kind of thing. <laughs> and then I make sure this person on record is blah, blah. Then I spoke to a friend of mine who who basically was like, uh, dude, you're you're totally bucking up the wrong tree. All you want to do now is get 
this toxic person out of your network, you know? Mm. Don't, like, if this person doesn't want to show up, that's good for you, you know? If this person is out of your network already because he or she quit, that's good. And and just 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 be glad that this person is out of your life sooner rather than later. Why 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 do you want to like keep dragging things on by you know what legal this legal that all that kind of stuff, mm. you know? And, and and that's not it wasn't just my friend it was literally the the person from MOM after some time after talking to me and understanding my side of the situation literally said to me, you know, from what I'm hearing, like this literally is is not the kind of problem you want to deal with with any employee, and it's probably better for you to just like let it go already like, you know. Mm-hmm. So so that that's what's happening. That's what's happening here. I mean, Raisha can't lie, right? And she's already resigned. She's already no longer MP. She's already no longer in the workers' party. I think as much as possible, we should just try and uh, as a country, like, try and move on from her, like, right? Mm. But because if 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 the PAP sees this as an opportunity to score political points on it, I mean, sorry, like, it hasn't worked out that well. I think people are responding the other way, and actually. Actually, doubling down on their sympathy for Workers' Party, lah. Actually, you know. actually, I don't know, yeah. Because okay, like you know how for for every uh, election, there's always this thought. Oh, you know, like the opposition has so much support, almost so mm. much support, so much. But in the end, they still lose, lah. Because I think in our circles, maybe or maybe the people who our listeners and all, I don't know, maybe even our listeners are divided. Maybe some of them mm, are like, wow. Yeah, so so that's where I think because you if anybody wants to find out also you Google Edwin Tong or Pritam and you look at the Google search results, all the news uh sounds yeah, like like WP, it just it just focuses on the high level headlines, like mm-hmm. right? But they don't talk about the way it was conducted and all. So I think actually by dragging this out even more, right? You think about it, like if someone's being investigated for that long means they fucked up big time, like. And I think mm. there's a lot of those optics at play, man. Like a few weeks down the road, is anybody going to remember what was talked about during the nine-hour inquisition of Pritam or the fact that, hey, shit, he was being interrogated for nine hours, no? Mm, mm. Yeah, no, I mean, so, yeah, so it's very hard for us without, you know, a poll or anything like that to really give the evidence. But all I can say, all I can say is that at the next election, there'll be more young uh, young woke people who already have a very bad impression of of the establishment as it is already like right. Mm. There'll be more of them going to the polls, and uh, seeing you know the their favorite people in blue and everything getting hammered, uh, pardon, pardon, getting hammered in such a one sided way, at, at, at in front of a committee is uh you know it doesn't help the the optics of that lah. It doesn't. Mm. It would. It won't change. It won't change. Definitely will not change their mind about their support for, for anti-establishment opposition or what lah. Right. Mm-hmm. If correct, anything, correct. if anything, I would say it reinforces it lah. And that's the mistake that they've made here lah. You know, there was a moment where everyone was doubting what the hell is going on in Workers Party. Everyone had that doubt lah. Right. Mm. But now it's more about oh, it's another PAP Workers Party one sided one sided hammering thing lah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that was that was their WP's goal also. But let's not forget there's still the Jameis Lim and uh Sylvia uh their their hearings, like, right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, I think I think what I found to be quite illuminating is the numerous Reddit threads that are discussing this like, and pointing mm. out certain things that are worth noticing, like like you know, like uh, Pritam kept mentioning, you know, Raisha Khan's parents, Raisha Khan's parents. But if you look at that in detail, so Raisha, Ka- Raisha Khan's parents are very influential, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and then it becomes like, shit, is 
is that being fair to the party that you're prioritizing her parents over the party? Then it raises all these questions, like, which, I mean, again, if the committee of religion just focus on that kind of shit, right, it's incriminating enough. Like. But no, yeah, yeah. no, I have to project. Project. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. la, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a matter of like... Um, because, I mean, the, don't forget that when, remember when Facebook was having was in front of a uh, Shamugam as well, mm. and, and Shamugam basically yeah it, it ran Facebook through like the I mean skewered the Facebook guy as well right mm. um you know but but that one feels a bit different because there hasn't been that history of 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 uh you know Facebook versus PAP or anything like that right. Mm. So so every a lot of people are seeing it for the first time and they see they were seeing it more like Singapore government standing against big tech lah, for example. Mm. Which was mm. which is a narrative that you were seeing around the world, not just in Singapore at that time, lah, right? Yeah, correct, correct. But but this one where you're seeing, you know, where where in Singapore where we always hear about oh, you know, like the opposition getting bullied and stuff like that. And not fair for them. I mean, yeah, like, you're you see you're you're looking at these 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 hearings uh, with a slightly different lens, lah, right? Yeah. And then it's also causing questions to be asked, right? I think even Pritam himself brought up the fact that, oh, when Vivian Balakrishnan told a lie about Trace Together, mm. uh, there was nothing there, la, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they also waited for him, they also waited for him to clarify himself. Uh, and yeah. I'm sure somebody else in Parliament must have known about it, right? Yeah, that's why. So then the moment it reaches there where even like people are saying, hey, but maybe like, like like this, but your own minister, some of your own minister Light mm. no, uh, not mm. MP. Uh, I know the difference. Uh. Yeah. So MP. where was the where was the <laughs> leader why. of the PAP at that point? <laughs> yeah, time, that's right? why. So then yeah. the moment people have this thought circling in their head, uh, it's like, hmm. Yeah. Edwin, you better calm the fuck down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, like, and please, like, I want happy stuff to talk about, lah. Like yeah. baskets, you know, all this this committee of privileges thing, which in itself, the name also committee of privileges, right? It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. like. The word privilege so loaded. Uh. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. And ultimately, and there's what one minority. I think yeah. there's one, two min, two minorities. Basically, the bench of people, like the, the majority. So it just looks like a if SNL were to write a script, uh, the committee of privileges sounds like a term that would come out of a Saturday Night Live skit, like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, community of privilege is not a Singapore thing. I think it's a Commonwealth thing because you can even find info about it on in, in Australia in the Australian Parliament and all that, la. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah it's okay, not. okay. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but do speaking of happier things, mm. um, <laughs> there has been a happier thing that has occurred, uh, but not in Singapore, la, right? Yeah. And what is this happy thing that we're also going to talk about? Uh, the news that New Zealand is going to ban smoking for young people. Basically, mm. anyone born after 2008 will mm. never, ever be able to buy tobacco legally in New Zealand. Okay, so how, how do you know how is that going to work? Like, as in, as in, does the age of, uh, that, that people are allowed to smoke, does that just keep increasing or what, over the years? Um, I think, uh, they will basically... Yeah, be, no. I think they are making the cutoff like 2008. Uh, if you want to buy cigarettes, they will check your age. And if you're born above 2008, you cannot buy lah. Mm. Yeah. It's like, you know, like in Singapore, you can't buy alcohol below 18, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So there, if you're smoking, you, and if you're born later than 2008, no matter how old you are, right? Mm. In 2050, when you're 42, you still cannot buy? Mm, that, no, that, so that means... Um, if you're born in 2008, 
So even when you hit uh eighteen years old, you you won't be able to buy alcohol already, lah. Yeah. Uh, won't be uh, able to buy cigarettes. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I believe, lah. Got it, got it, got it. That's what I believe to be the 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 case. So the, why why yeah why you say this is happier news, eh? Uh, I mean it's uh, you know we always heard the the common refrain that all oh, you know they can never you know governments can never do something they can never uh they they can only like uh find ways to control but or and regulate but they can never eradicate fully and everything. Well, this feels mm. like um quite a bold step, right? From from a from a government that that uh, sort of same population as Singapore. Um, of course, much bigger territory as well, lah. But mm. the same population in Singapore, and and and, and pro- you know, also trying to be progressive about certain things, and yeah, then, uh, yeah, rather than like try to tiptoe around issue, but take a very bold step in one direction, lah. Be the first in the world to do do that, lah. So so that's that's why I felt like it's it's uh uh it's, it seems like a positive move. Uh, mm. Why for you you're not happy uh, about it? Um. I don't know because I think it's one of those things that okay. First of all, I I like the fact that okay they have plans to outlaw it by a certain a uh, year or something, and they are starting off with people who even right now I think you can't legally smoke like that age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess uh it feels like what to ban that means it's gonna be criminal like drugs lah, right? It's gonna I be a drug suppose so, yeah. Right, it's gonna be a drug. Um. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's it's interesting because normally if Singapore were to do this right, wow, you can imagine the world will be like, oh my god, Singapore's uh, uh draconian and authoritarian and you know, taking away the rights of smokers and all. But New Zealand, I think there are only a few people questioning it, but I guess it feels weird because you don't really see these sort of policies come out in this day and age. Like. Normally if there's a ban on a substance or something, it's one of those rules that have been in place for a while and now more often than not, I think people are easing back on that like you know the whole cannabis thing mm, mm. right but this one is tobacco yeah so, and, but but they do they do say that vaping is still allowed la. Mm. so I don't I don't know if that's like uh, they're hoping to transition people to vaping rather than smoking uh, yeah because vaping does have see, does seem to have fewer long term health effects than, mm. than, than smoking so uh, in, in some way it's a positive lah, right yeah correct and I mean even like other countries like apparently the Netherlands will ban supermarket sales of tobacco starting in 2024 mm. Um, and the Medical Journal of Australia called for uh, these sort of like the, the New Zealand style phasing out uh, for a, for Australia lah. Mm. Um, and so so it's interesting lah, like um, so you think like you would like the same thing to be uh, implemented in Singapore Mm, I would think that um, I mean you see the way that we're doing it now right where over the years progressively uh, cigarettes have become more and more expensive mm. uh, and it's been harder and harder to find a place to literally go to smoke right mm. uh, you know the yellow boxes and the fines and everything are much stricter and all that already of course I'm not a smoker so so for me uh, it doesn't affect me that that much, but I I'm sure for smokers, it's a it's a great inconvenience lah. Um, but but at the same time, you know, because because it's still you know it's still a legal thing. It's still uh something that you can um 
you can get at the store if you just as long as you have the money and all that, right? Mm. Uh, the barriers to entry are still very low, lah, right? Yeah, it's still it's still uh, easier to, for example, you know, to 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 pick up smoking of cigarettes as compared to like you know a drug or whatever, right? So it's still much easier, and and it, to some extent, it's still part of society, lah, right? That we we can see we see young kids picking up cigarettes and things like that, lah. So yeah. you know. We are doing all these measures, with and it's in the name of trying to stop people from smoking, lah, right? As opposed yeah. to the 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 way of doing it, like how they did for 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 e scooters, for example, which was like literally the ban was practically overnight, lah, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. so this is my question is like why why certain things we are so quick to ban and then certain things we keep skirting around the issue and all, lah. And 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 I mean, of course, the cynical me will point to various things like the taxes that they get from cigarettes and things like that, lah, Right? Mm. But but it also points to uh, is there a, a indecisiveness in the leadership as well? You know, mm. what what kind of direction you want to go? You want to go to a smoke free Singapore? You want to go to, or oh, what? What are you what are you planning for long term, lah, Right? You know, what do you want for your people? That's why I'm 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 just I'm just getting a sense from from how Singapore has been doing it, lah. Hmm. Actually, I mean, the more I think about it, because I was thinking, okay, like, what is what is smoking like? Yeah, yeah, in you're burning a bunch of substances, inhaling it, uh, for some I wouldn't say benefit, but uh, there are things that it does to your 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 mental state, your physical state, and yeah, so I can imagine people like smoking is is there is an addictive element to it, like which is nicotine, like, right? Yeah. So it feels like at first I was thinking, huh? But I have to ban me, like, uh, like the people can't make up. Their, why not just educate people um, to make them uh, to let them make the choice of uh, by themselves, like. But I think that's where I like New Zealand's approach, like, because they are banning it for people who at this point have not been exposed to cigarettes yet, like. Because mm. I think I think for me, yeah, I I wouldn't be supportive of something where it's like smoking is banned. Uh, for people who currently have access to it because smoking is one of those things that yeah people smoke but there might be reasons why people smoke like, there's a lot of social implications there right mm. um, for some people it's it's stress relief and like um, not to say that it's a good form of stress relief but it is a form of stress relief like, and if you take it away suddenly it will cause a like almost like a how you say a cold, going cold turkey not the best idea like. so in this mm. case you're doing it for people who are right now not able to smoke hmm Feels like a good thing, but but it's just funny to imagine a f- country that is free that you can't get cigarettes. Then they're then you just go as a tourist. <laughs> you just said you can't smoke, lah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm also not. I've never been a smoker, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But if you go to a country, can you imagine like you know now you come to Singapore? Oh shit! You want to do drugs? It's fucking like criminal. You go to New Zealand next time. You want to smoke? Also cannot. But then you just breathe in the beautiful outdoor Lord of the Rings yeah, air. Yeah, but that not they have if, some people don't want fresh air. You know, like like uh, some people want 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 that thing that they've used to. Like it's like you keep it, you eat like curry every day in your life, and you go to another place, you just want curry. Mm-hmm. That would it, be a yeah, like, yeah. So it's a choice you have to make about you know the strain on the healthcare system mm. versus versus you know allowing people to have that personal freedom. To choose la. but of mm. course we know like you know from prohibition in the US in history everything that uh, the people who want it really want it will find a way to 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 get it la, right 
Wait, what's what's the prohibition thing? Uh, I mean, it's just when when alcohol was banned in the US, uh, mm, you know, because right. you know, because it was, uh, I think that was in the thirties and everything. Then after that, it went underground, which was even worse, because you know people were were they were having that's why like speakeasies and all these things came up, right? Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, I think it started being run by the mafia and enriched the mafia. And 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 you know there there are a lot of side effects of of making something a vice lah right mm. uh so yeah lah there 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 could be side effects like that um there I'm sure they are they also are aware that it could happen but uh let's, let's I mean it's just interesting that they yeah lah they've been so bold with this to to make this decision no? Mm. Uh, I I I'm yeah very interested to f- actually find out what how New Zealanders are reacting to it per se la, like the actual person on the ground and all. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, based on what I see, it still needs to pass through the legislative process la. So it's not mm. not confirmed. If okay. anything, I think it really plays up New Zealand's uh, the impression on New Zealand has like you know nature like what yeah. you say are uh, fresh air. Like you ask yeah. people what they think on New Zealand, right? Like fresh air and sheep. That's yeah. what I think. Exactly, right. exactly. Uh, and, and yeah, this kind of fits the narrative. Like, whereas Singapore is like, you know, fucking intense. Maybe smoking should be part of our branding. Uh. Like, you know, you come here, yeah. you'll have more reason to smoke. Yeah, but you have to learn how to squeeze with like like 100 other people in a, in a small yeah, yellow tiny box. tiny yellow box. Yeah. yeah, correct. It's a bit like uh, mini, mini squid game, uh, that, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, whereas New Zealand is like, you know, we are, we are a country that's all about nature, you know, staying fresh, staying clean, and smoking doesn't fit with our with our narrative lah, you know, to to borrow from Mr. Edwin Tong. Yeah, um, yeah correct. Doesn't fit into the narrative. Doesn't fit the narrative, yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, but, uh, okay, yeah. so there's a happier, happier piece of news lah. Happier uh, piece of news. Is there, is there, um, well, so what's your one short comment from the last few days? Uh, Over the weekend, actually. Yeah, my, my one short comment is um, something that was commented uh, on our Reddit for episode 242 by a certain original poster 2020. Basically, in that podcast episode, we talked about um, the conference where there was uh, like this bunch of CEOs at, on a panel uh, and who conducted a straw poll of the 550, 550 participants um, for this, this, what do you call it? Uh, straw poll about... But what was the event? What was the event? It was like a, a conference. Was, yeah, about um, skills, upskilling, skills, and, yeah. and future industries and future tech. And right. uh, we were both taking issue at one phrase that one of the business leaders uttered about conscious incompetence. Mm. Um, so this user uh, just referred to a psychological study. I, I, I like it when people, you know, like substantiate, you know, um, mm. like, like how uh, the the Raisha Khan should have done for an anecdote. But, mm. yeah, so you substantiated by saying that there's a psychological study called the Dunning-Kruger effect, which can be simply explained as incompetent people don't know why they are incompetent due to mm. lack of knowledge to improve. So they go on to to point out that maybe Dr. Sun Ju Gok was trying to put a positive spin on people who are not confident of their skills as consciously incompetent or willing to learn and improve in plain speak. La. So... It's it's an it's a it's a short comment, but I also feel like wow, that's giving them giving Doctor Sunju Gok uh, a bit too much freedom or benefit or the doubt lah. Because in that way, it's like you can kind of justify almost anything mm. uh, <laughs> by assuming that they meant well lah. 
Mm. So I thought that was an interesting interpretation of it, which which I still disagree with, but I appreciate the reference, lah. Yeah, 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 man. And what about you? Um, yeah, I I think just the. Uh, I like it that uh, you know, people did notice that we didn't come out with an episode over the weekend. So, mm. like, um, Mobster Boy, user Mobster Boy already posted uh, about Pritam versus Edwin and, and just starting a little thread about the all all the all that's going on that we just spoke about. Lah. So, mm. yeah, it, it's pretty cool that people are, are jumping on and talking about it on their own already. If, and... Yeah, and, and there are links to watch all nine hours of Pritam's testimony and and, and uh yeah, people are also discussing about um whether you know what what is going on in the the whole proceedings and uh yeah, we'd love to hear more about what, what everyone thinks. I think some people have also said that we're too we're too charitable to workers' party and, and slightly biased, which which I think you uh, you you did agree earlier, right? Um, uh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah but, also interested to hear what other people think. But but in that thread also, Tomato Meter had some foresight by saying that if T and H plan to watch everything before talking about it on the next Yalabad episode, I doubt it'll come out today, which was uh yesterday. I didn't even realize it, but there are four long parts to this. So yeah, yeah. you're right, because we, we I, I didn't watch everything, but I skimmed through everything like with the you know skip forward button. Yeah. yeah and yeah, right. I think I think I think everyone should just to get a feel of the, the sentiments. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Exciting. Cool. Okay. Cool. And then uh, our one short thing for the past few days. And what is yours, Terrence? Um, I finally went to the cinemas again. Mm. And I caught um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, it's, I think it's fan service done properly. Lah, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah. For, for anyone who grew up in the 80s and then. And, and, and watch Ghostbusters or even the 90s and then you heard of Ghostbusters or, or, or know something about Ghostbusters. Uh, I think there's something there for everyone. And oh. the, the new lead as well, the the, the child, McKenna Grace, uh, mm. was really quite a revelation in the in the show. La. I see. Yeah, so everything you love about Stranger Things, you know, the reason why people, you know, enjoy Stranger Things and all these 80s like uh, throwbacks, you know, it's all in there. La. And then I think uh, it was just a very very nicely wraps up like the you know Ghostbusters 2 and you know the sequel to that and this is the sequel to that like 20 almost 30 years later yeah so it's actually I I think it's one of the few shows that actually got off my ass and went to cinema to to watch uh, during pandemic times and I highly highly recommend it yeah oh it has the original Bill Murray Dan Aykroyd uh Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver. Oh shit! You just you just spoiled it for everyone, but yeah, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, you just spoiled <laughs> it for everyone. But okay, but I mean oh, that uh, was... the, because it's been getting a lot of mixed reviews, like the, mm. the show. I think um, there's a little bit of backlash going on about how uh, this show has completely just completely, uh, you know, uh, sort of steps over. You know the the version that came out that was all female Ghostbusters a few years ago, mm, mm. Um, and, uh, and and some people are angry about that like, and they have their reasons to be angry. But uh, for for me, for you know for someone who watched Ghostbusters one, Ghostbusters two, and have I've always wanted closure to that story as well. Like. It's a I much see. it's a it's it's an important piece of the the Ghostbusters canon. Hmm. Like. Yeah. Oh, that's a. That actually sets the uh, very good context for my own one show thing of the week, which, which is, is what? 
the second trailer for The Matrix Resurrections. Mm. Have you seen it? I probably have, but what what about it? Because the first trailer that came out for The Matrix Resurrections, I was like, oh, what the hell is going on? Like, I mean, you, you see Keanu Reeves, but it almost looked like you're taking John Wick and putting it into The Matrix mm. um, uh, trilogy. Like. But this trailer, it feels like, like what you said about the Ghostbuster thing, right? It actually has clips of the original Matrix all kind of tied in uh, into the trailer and holy shit, it got me damn excited. Oh, and really? it got me so excited that I went back to watch some of the more viral scenes from the original uh, Matrix trilogy. Like, you know, the car, the car chase scene, mm. the, the the scene where Neo realizes he's the one and all that. And it's fucking great. Like, I love it. Uh. So you're talking about wanting to go back to watch the original Matrix, is it? No, I watched the clips on YouTube. Oh, you clips, know, those, yes, those yes. more memorable clips, but I'm yeah, damn yeah, excited yeah. for this movie. Like. If I'm not wrong, the Matrix is... Um is the original is showing in IMAX right now, you know? Oh, is it? Yeah, that means they brought back the the, the original and are showing it on uh, IMAX. Uh, uh. Matrix for, oh, maybe it's just only for like a few days or something like that. Oh, I see, I yeah. see. But, but yeah, man, yeah. like this this looks dope. This looks dope. And now, of course, it's setting up the expectations. Mm-hmm. But, ooh, it's sexy. Oh, wait, yeah, no, no, it's true. The Matrix 99 reissue is showing on IMAX. Oh, yeah, is it? In, in Lido and, and, and all that, yeah. I see, I see. So you cool, might wanna, if, if you want to relive the 90s, that's where, that's where you can go. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. So you want to see the cinemas? Uh? Yeah, yeah, I want to. Okay, okay. Definitely, I cool. want to. All right, cool, so man. Until, until the next, the next Committee of Privileges hearing. I think that will be next weekend. So in between, <laughs> we we will do some non-political yeah, can we just do topics. Something? Uh, it's not about uh, this. This really is like after the it's the a sesh, downers, yeah. after yeah. the Sasha interview already. Yeah. And I thought I thought that was long. Well, no, it's insane, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.